Welcome to Unreal Counseling, the podcast for smart women who love provocative ideas. If you're looking to boost yourself, your career, your relationships, if you're a woman who's starving for truthful words and outside-the-box thinking, if you dare to have your own thoughts and opinions, you're going to love it here because this is the podcast for strong and open-minded women like you who aren't afraid to make mistakes. I'm Lisa Ryan, and I'm thrilled you're joining us today. Let's go. Hi. Welcome to Counseling for Busy People and Advocacy Circle Next Door, and most importantly, the podcast on Real Counseling. My name is Lisa Ryan, and today I'm here with Tim Holstrom, uh, one of the smartest guys I know who like tells me when I am all wet about what men are thinking about, what men aren't thinking about, and where they're coming from, and I always love his take. And today, he's going to join me, and we're going to talk about a theme that, oh my God, I've talked about for years, and that is, um, it's an original idea, don't steal my idea or I'll get grumpy with you, because one day I'm going to write a book. And the book is going to be called Givers, Train Takers. Do you know what I mean by that when I say that, Tim? I have a, a sense of what you're saying. You're saying that uh, throughout a relationship, the people who are in it, they're either takers or givers, and, the, and that the givers give takers too much leeway. Kind of. What I mean by that is, and I think it's Pavlovian, mm-hmm. is that if a person continues to give and give and give, they will ultimately find themselves living or at least dating uh, a person who receives, receives, receives. Now, we all know in in first grade, we are all taught to think, um, and maybe this has to do something, you know, with with, uh, organized um, religion as well, Um, um, give and you shall receive. And so I think we're all conditioned to think that way, but yet um, it's Pavlovian, actually, when you realize that if you've given a dog 10 bowls of dog food in a row, 10 days in a row, what do you think is going to happen on the 11th day? I know, I'm going to be salivating for more. (laughs) There you go. Pavlov. Okay, thank you. You see it the same way I do. Okay, but so many people think, if I give, and I give, and I give, and I give, then certainly they will give back to me. But I don't know about you, I've never had a dog that made a meal for me on the 11th day. Or the 32nd. The best dog I ever had was Jake, and he never did that for me, so I'm guessing that doesn't happen often. (laughs) Okay, all right. So, you see where I'm coming from on this? Well, yeah, I mean, it seems like common sense, but I think you get stuck in a rut or a routine where you are playing a role, and when you play that role for too long, there's a cost um, without without communicating uh, things that you might, might be bothering you or resenting to your partner. Your partner just stays being fed. Yeah. And and so I meet so many times a week with people who are saying, I live with the laziest slob I know, and I will start taking apart their lives and how they do things, and I will ask them to take 50% of the responsibility for actually conditioning their spouse or boyfriend um, to expect to receive. And I will let them know 
that they sh they're they're overgiving, okay, uh, and and accept responsibility for that overgiving, and probably most importantly, because I think giving rocks. I mean, giving feels just as good to the person giving as it does to the person receiving, sometimes more. But let the person that you're living with know what you expect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the imbalance comes, I guess, when an enabler doesn't doesn't let the other person know that they how much they feel they've been enabling, and the person who's been enabled doesn't recognize or acknowledge or appreciate it. Yeah, it, it, it becomes like the rules of the house. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, the giver is getting more resentful mm -hmm. and more resentful and more resentful. I mean, the first time I saw this happen, actually, it was well before it, I um, opened Advocacy Circle. And, and uh, I saw my sister, who was married, newly married, to a perfectly trained guy who did the laundry, who did cooking, who had stop and shop. And my sister was like appalled. She was like, you're not supposed to be doing that stuff. I'm supposed to be doing all that stuff. And like a year went by and she was like saying to me on the phone, I don't know what happened to him. He used to do the laundry. He used to cook. He used to go uh, to the grocery store. And, and I was like, I remember this conversation. You ruined a perfectly trained guy you wrecked him okay so you have to own that i won't say my sister's name but i only have one you know who i'm talking to girl um and anyway it's a family joke so um he he is the most giving guy in the world by the way um okay. but she did indeed retrain him in a way that made her grumpy and he just thought that he was doing what was expected and meeting her needs, you know, different lifestyle. You know, I guess when these things happen, they happen slowly, they evolve. And, and I guess, you know, one way you could look at a relationship is you have like quarterly performance reviews where you evaluate these, these directions, these trends. Um, and you don't necessarily want to call them performance reviews, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I wouldn't want to have a performance review. Um, but it would be nice to have a check-in meeting and, and say, okay, what, what have, where are we kind of going in a direction that's not going to be sustainable? And, and that's probably how this happens because, because you don't have those conversations. Uh, or maybe, as you said, you know, the, it feels good. It feels so much better sometimes for certain personalities to be the giver. They don't even think twice. And, and then this one day they wake up and realize they have a taker on their hands. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like having a wild animal. Uh, if you keep if you keep feeding it, it will keep coming back to your front door, even though it belongs out in the forest. You mean now, like the raccoons on my deck? Huh? Yes, yeah. I, you know I like I know as you know most men would ha rather be fed than have to do the hunting and gathering in the forest. And, uh, so I, that's what you end up with: a domesticated raccoon on your doorstep. There you go. And, you know, I feel really badly also for the takers because they come across uh, and they, they, they put themselves across as like such selfish, single-minded, you know, takers when actually they were trained to be that way, okay? So I, I really think that the responsibility uh, lies with the taker to be more of a giver 
no-brainer, uh, but it also 50% uh, falls on the person who's giving, giving, giving to stop giving so much and expect a little bit more. So like anything in a relationship, as I always say, a relationship is like a rowboat. You both have to row equally as hard or the boat won't go straight. Right. That's right. I think I think of the circus, so I, I or or the Las Vegas stage performers. You know, when you're when you're working with tigers and you, you've domesticated them and, and you've given them everything they want, well, it doesn't it doesn't mean that they, one day they won't turn on you, <laughs> and you end up you know without a limb. Uh, Wait a minute. So who's going to be losing a limb here? The, the, the giver, because they they don't expect that the that this animal that they've domesticated still has a wild side that, that, that they didn't anticipate, and and maybe resentful that they've been given food half their adult life uh, when they really should naturally be out foraging for it. Sure, resent. Okay, I can see that. So the the taker, when introduced a new set of rules, it will be grumpy. And resentful, resentful that they like the old rules better. Yeah, they like the old old yeah. rules. They resort. They 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 revert to their natural instinct. <laughs> <laughs> next thing, next thing you know, you got a tiger by the tail that you can't control. Well, do you think being a taker is is a natural instinct for a man? No, I, I think no. A, a natural instinct should be a provider, but it, being a taker is certainly a, a natural instinct for a Peter Pan man. <laughs> Well, I think uh, women are natural givers. They, you know, they can be people pleasers. They want to make sure that everybody has what everybody needs, sometimes at the expense of themselves, which drives me crazy, especially because it generates resentment. Mm. And it's like, girl, who are you resenting? I mean, if everybody has a plate except for you, then get yourself a plate. Um, you can't blame everybody else who has a plate for the fact that you didn't get yourself a plate. Well, you, know? you turn in the martyr, and the man becomes the resentful tiger. Yeah, there and you what, go, what martyr. A, what a weird dynamic. Great word. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. No, 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 mar no martyr, no victim. Okay, just get yourself a plate and tell everybody else where the plates are and to help themselves, right? I would agree. That is that is the way nature should, should work if, if we had plates in the forest. Okay, all right. So, when you were married, how often did you do the laundry? Tell me the truth. I, that was, it was downstairs, so I, I actually did often do that. Um, I, I was good with you know, domestic chores, but I was not observant about them. So the laundry could pile up, the plates could pile up, and other things. So I wasn't, as a man, I was very unaware of my, of my uh, domestic surroundings, but I was happy once it was pointed out to me. To, oh, I'm to sure do. you were thrilled. Okay, nice try. Okay, so you are lumping as a man. Mm. I tend not to observe plates in the in the sink in the kitchen sure it's, well, it's, well what do you need to be more observant some sort of guidebook um that, that was given to me <laughs> that would have been given to me at an early age at, at, at this point no there, there's no turning back how about a fire poker <laughs> uh, yeah no men just have blinders on when it comes to domestic chores uh they really do i don't care what you say if, if you tell me as a man you like doing the laundry or you or you like doing the dishes and you do, do it, uh, you know, with, with discipline and, 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 and vigor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out as, as that's nonsense. I think, uh, I think men just, you, you know, you just have your, your roles in the house. Uh, you may, you know, and, and, and maybe those are assigned to you, so you take them. That's, that's, do you I, think I, women like 
like jump out of bed in the morning with another opportunity to like do laundry and do the dishes? No, but they will notice if there's a dish out of place. <laughs> so they just cannot stand it. That is the uh, only reason. Okay. I had one guy tell me once, it's just a question of timing. It's like, I told her I would make the bed every day. It's not my fault if I can wait an hour to do it and she can't stand it if it's like five minutes. And I was like, dude... That is true. Just though. do it in five minutes, okay? No, I mean, you know, he was like using that as an excuse. To, if if her timetable was an hour, his would be two hours, okay? It's like, That's no, true. I mean, no. That's Just true. make the goddamn bed, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I like to remain uh, in the forest most days. Hunt and gather. Okay, so before I lose you, before, before we head off... Um, and and shoot each other to figure out the what works and what doesn't. Okay, I'm telling you that if you are living with a taker, chances are that you have been a professional giver and need to do a little bit less of that. I'm not asking you to become nasty or even to become someone um, less than you are, but to verbalize what your expectations are so that you will when you know when you have self-respect it it is far more likely that you will also be respected and that goes for your kids too and tell them what you uh, expect them um, uh, to do to pull their own weight and to be members of the family um, so that you never find yourself um, being what I call like the backup singer you know the person who makes everybody else look good I mean because Sometimes, you know, givers do it because they feel like they have nothing else to offer, which mm. makes me so sad because that is so not true. Um, some people do it to be victims and martyrs, mm -hmm. which is, you know, unhealthy and it makes everybody um, un um, feel like they're on a guilt trip. Mm. Uh, it's like, how many times um, in your household, it's like, Mom, I never even asked you to do it. You know, get off my back. I never asked you to do that, right? right? Well, right. that's kind of like that martyr victim thing, I, I right? Did, I was doing that when I was 40. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, I think you have, a, you have a choice. It's like a choice of three things. You can either communicate and work it out. You can domesticate your, your wild creature, whether male or female, or you can cast it back off into the forest and, and hope it learns to fend for itself once again. <laughs> Not just for itself. It um, The taker has to become a giver for himself mm -hmm. or herself, mm -hmm. um, a, a giver in their relationship and also a giver in their family slash community. I mean, you know, um, there's all places, uh, 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 all sorts of places in the world where you can be a giver rather than a taker. So um, give back, okay? Um, and, and I really think it's important to have these conversations at home at the dining room table. For some reason, sitting at a table and negotiating things at a table um, is more impactful um, and lasts longer to sort out who does what when um, or by such and such a time. So um, the, the giver doesn't feel taken advantage of and the taker doesn't feel uh, unfairly accused of sitting in the wing chair when he was actually trained to become that that person Absolutely. so um so that said takers get up off your bums and notice that there are plates in the sink and put them in the dishwasher and by the way 
rinse before you put them in the dishwasher. And um, ladies, stop picking on your husbands in terms of how they load a dishwasher. I have spent at least 60 hours of my career talking about how to load a dishwasher, and it really doesn't matter. Just say thank you to each other. Anything more before we wrap it up on givers and takers? No, I think they've both been served notice today, so they, <laughs> they should pay heed. <laughs> okay. It was a pleasure being here today. Um, uh, look up, Make sure that you uh, you know what to do. Check the button, subscribe, and, and write to us. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Lisa at CalSuperBusyPeople.com. Thanks. Thank you, Tim. And, and the lucky sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> and take good care. Bye-bye. For more honest and edgy topics that push the envelope past what is allowed, correct, and appropriate, then check out Counseling for Busy People. You're finally home, and we want to hear from you. Yeah.